0: Alexi Defenders, it's Stephanie and Sam, and you're listening to McHugh, an American podcast for McFly. And today is a very special episode for two reasons. One reason is it's November 30th, and that means it's someone special's birthday. The light of my life, my favorite person ever, Winston Churchill. Happy birthday.
1: (laughs) Happy birthday.
0: And also, I guess, Dougie Pointer, too.
1: (laughs) Right. He's second in your life. Yeah,
0: second. Oh, Number one will always be Mr. Churchill.
1: What is that? What do they call them? Old Ironside? Is that a true thing <laughs> that they say about Winston Churchill? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Probably. <laughs> and another reason that it's a special episode today is because the theme today is fan fictions.
1: Yeah, Stephanie and I love fan fiction. We've always loved fan fiction of all kinds of genres, but specifically, like, fly fan fiction is some of our favorites. So we decided to interview. Two of the writers from our favorite fanfiction website today. That website is fanfiction obsession. And our guests today are fantastic fanfiction writers, Gabrielle and Anmi. Both been writing fan fiction for a number of years and serve as admins on the fanfiction obsession website. Enjoy. One, two, three, four.
0: <laughs> Do, would you guys start by introducing yourselves and telling us a little bit about who you are and where you're from?
2: Well, my name is Gabriel. I'm from Rio. Everybody knows Rio. It's <laughs> that a common place in Brazil. I'm 24. There's nothing too much exciting in my life. I basically live for college and fiction There's nothing more than that. I don't have time for more than that. <laughs> I've been writing since I was 10. Close to something around 10. Mm-hmm. I have published a book. Um, right now, I don't know how many stories I've wrote this far. I think that this is a whole holy that we can explore. I still think there are walls that we have to break because people still think that what we do isn't serious, but it is highly serious. It's And I think it's important that we can use it to break another walls Because people look to us like, Oh, it's just fans. For us, I mean, I'm 24, and there are people looking at me like, "Why are you still doing this? You're in college. You should be doing something better." And I think my whole life, I'm trying to tell people that this is important, that on are important. Luckily, I'm happy with it. I don't care about what other people say. If they're saying things, I'm just like, okay, say what you want. I'm in my place, I'm doing what I like, I'm happy about it. Right now, I hope we can we can have a better picture with this. We can show people that we're not this type of people, that we are better, that we work. Because I still think, uh, I look to friends that say, oh, you still write some fiction? And I go like, what? Should I not be writing? For me, it's my whole life. and I, I'm literally living, work, college, and some Literally, that's
1: not much of that. So, here, here. I want to like cheer when you're like, I'm in my place and this is what I do. I'm like, yeah! Like, that's amazing.
3: <laughs> Thanks for being here. So, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Ami. Uh, I'm 24. I'm also from Rio de Janeiro, like Gabriele, And um, I go to university and I also work a full time job. <laughs> And I've been writing from fiction since I was twelve, but I started writing when I was ten. I first started writing poetry, like children poetry, because ten years old, you know. <laughs> right? But yeah, Um twelve years old, I discovered Jonas Brothers. Like they were my whole world, and I wanted to marry Nick Jonas so much that every night I would go to bed and dream about being his wife, his girlfriend. I would picture things, and I said, "This is not enough." this is not enough, like, I need to get this out of my system, so I started writing my first nonfiction ever were about the Jonas Brothers, I was paired up with Nick Jonas, I was the main character, as it should be, like, I was, <laughs> and, and it should be. yeah, it should be, I was the main character, and I wrote it, and, right now at 24 years old i am rebooting that story i'm revisiting the first fiction that i ever wrote and i am getting so many emotions and memories back like oh, i remember when i wrote this how i was feeling and then i can see that a lot of i see that i changed a lot from that girl to who i am today and how my work as a writer of fiction and as a reader has changed a lot. It, it has evolved. It has grown with me. And I think the way I write now is very different from before. The way I see myself, the way I picture my, my characters, as Gabriel said, there's a lot of things that should be changed in the fan fiction world as we should take each other seriously, as we take everything else seriously, because I think there's a lot of people who put this as a hobby, as something that should not be proud of. But I don't see, as Gabriela said, it's my whole world. I'm in my place. I feel my best self when I'm writing, when I'm reading those stories. And to right. be honest, lately, a lot of those fictions are better than actual writer books. Yeah. <laughs> so I just cannot take a step back from this universe anymore. It's like a rabbit hole. Once you enter, you cannot get out. Like, you just right, go right, further, right. and
0: that's
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie and I will sometimes, like, get on, like, Fanfic Obsession, and we love the interactive ones, right, where you can, like, put in your names and, like, the names of your (laughs) friends, and, like, we will sometimes do that all night. Like, we'll just be like, oh, let's just read a couple. It's, like, right before dinner. And then it's, like, two in the morning and we're still doing it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think our favorites are the ones with our friends as well. Because it's nice to have, like, just read about you and your specific partner. But, like, I love the friends ones, too. Because I'm like, oh, my God, my friend Kathleen with Tom. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny you mentioned the Jonas Brothers because I wrote a fan fiction about the Jonas Brothers, too, when I was little i forget how old i was i was like 10 or 11 or whatever maybe 12 i don't know but my my end game was kevin because i absolutely loved kevin like so much (laughs) so but i post i posted that on myspace and i had like a whole like people would comment and like follow the story and i was like yeah that's before i discovered like fan fiction actual sites it's like i'm glad you guys are here like this is brilliant I'm excited to
1: delve into the fanfiction world with you guys. Yeah, I love this. So, as you know, we are a McFly podcast, specifically. That's like, when I say that we read fanfiction all night, what I mean is that we read McFly (laughs) fanfiction, where um, we all just marry people in McFly. So, do you all write um, McFly fanfiction? Are you Galaxy Defenders?
3: Yeah, I've been to a concert of McFly once. It was 2012, it was my first McFly concert and it was like my first and my last show and I was like, Oh my god, what do I do? It was amazing. Doug is my favorite, by the way. And I got to see him live and I was like, Oh my god, they are they are real, they are true. But I don't like McPhy fan fiction because my main band was Jones Brothers, but I read a lot of McFlyph in fiction. I take any opportunity to marry Doug partner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you and Stephanie have that in common. That's <laughs> yeah, true. What's my bill?
2: I think I was the same show than you, because I went to a show in 2012, festival. Yeah, it, it was amazing for me because I'm kind of the wanted as well, and so for me, it was, oh my god, it was an amazing night. For me, uh, McFly has been, it's going to sound really cliche, but it's my entire life. I started from fiction because of McFly. I'm still in, in this universe because of McFly. Not anymore just McFly. Uh, I'm really down to, really dig down into another band, but I think I don't, there's not one single story that I've written that there's not some Netflix in the mm-hmm. in the details, in the name of the characters somehow, and I think it's brilliant because if we, th- there's just a new album that came out this week, it's amazing, and it talks about so how, <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, I was, how can I say? I was surprised because I wasn't expecting the style. I was hoping for something more like radioactive. Mm-hmm. But when it came, first listen up. Because I listened first when Doggy streamed. Yeah, Ooh, Yeah, we too. We were there. I was like, I don't want to wait. It's going <laughs> to be late. I want to hear it. First listening, I was like, oh, it's okay. Yesterday, I spoke to you. I cooked the whole day listening to the album over and over again. And my mom was like, Don't you get tired? No, but I just don't. <laughs> and I was always thinking, well wow. I was listening to one Yes. yes. And I was like, Well, oh, this song could be a great story. And I'm already planning it all in my head without even trying. I can't wait to read it <laughs> 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 And I go like like I was saying, it talks about mental health, which is a highly important business right now. We need to talk about it. And competition for me is something that kept me saving some of my whenever things going wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well I'm going to top obsession, I'm going to eat some and I forget about all the problems. I was having a hard time because of the coronavirus. Essentially, it sucks to, to be home all the time. I don't want to be home all the time. Yeah, and I was just totally How can I say my mind was turning up and then Doggy did that like um, Just like hey, everything's better now <laughs> And I think the next flight to me right now uh, for the last year it, it means this, this switch but that that gives me the energy to. Well, everything's okay. Let's move on. Oh, the problem's okay. No, doesn't matter. We're gonna move forward and we're gonna discover how to solve it after. So yeah. how can I say? Just it. It makes me happy. It's the. It's the thing I want to talk about all the time. It's the thing I want to live all the time. uh before I was talking to you, I was with the album, playing in my stuff phone. Me I'm too. Like, I'm just like I, I want more. Yeah. It's the same apply to me. I'm just like, okay, where should I start? And we can take <laughs> days and days, and I'm going to be tired of talking about them. I'm totally loving having them back more now than ever because we're all grown up. We've grown up with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think mean, it's highly incredible. Yeah. And the convictions can bring me closer to them. I feel this. Maybe that's why I started. Because I felt like that I could connect to them. Right now, it became really a hobby and something that I I do. I literally have. Am I right? I have a board, a huge board. Because I don't know why I started to write so many, and I lost myself in them. It became something that's part of my life. That constantly reminded me that if everything's falling down, it doesn't matter. I have a place to go. I have a safe. I have a safe place to hide. And for me,
0: McFly
1: the that's what it's all about. I love that so much. I agree much.
0: with that. Yeah. And I love the fact that now, like, McFly... I can't speak for the past, but, like, right now in this moment we're living in, they are definitely big advocates for mental health right now because they went through that. And, like, I think that's so important, especially because, like, we as a fandom, look up to them so much. So it's nice that they're speaking on this mental health problem that people stigmatize and all that stuff. And also, like, it makes them, like, even more real. Like, oh, they're just like me. Like, those things in s- magazines are like, celebrities are just yeah. like you because they go outside without makeup. Right? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> also, like, add on to the layer that, like, they're men talking about mental health, which never happens. Yeah. And I think that's super important because not only, like, their fandom is largely women but there are male mcfly fans out there and it's nice for them to also see themselves in a band that they appreciate and love with their whole ass heart like we do but on a less serious note (laughs) i'm gonna get a little teary-eyed if we keep
1: talking about how much we love mcfly you guys
0: um. <laughs> so, when did you guys join a Fanfic Obsession? How did you find it, and how long have you been writing on there? Okay, and
3: it's been, yeah. like, a huge journey for me. Okay, first thing, the first place I read fanfiction ever was Tumblr. I mean, Tumblr was a core value for me during my teenage years. Like, I was on Tumblr every single day, and the first fanfiction I ever read was, like, the interactive ones, but not really interactive where you got your name and you had to picture your name in the middle yeah. of the text. Mm, yeah. yeah, those were my first contacts ever. I used to read scenarios like one-shots and whatever they had on Tumblr. Tumblr wasn't enough. So I was like, this is not enough anymore. I need more. I need more content. <laughs> so I discovered a, a completely new website. It was still Jonas Brothers base. Mm-hmm. So it was still on Jonas Brothers lane and I didn't know anything. Then I went to high school and I met my best friend. And my best friend, she introduced me to Funfic Obsession. She said, oh, a friend of mine recommended me this website and there's this specific story here. And I didn't know it was a MacFly Fiction at the time. But I could read, it was a real interactive one and I could read with Nick Jonas. But then I discovered, wait, this is a MacFly one. <laughs> I also have a MacFly favorite guy. So I can, then I switched from Nikki to Doggy. And then I started with Fanfic Obsession, because I was done with the story and I needed a new update, but I didn't know when it was coming, so oh, I need a new story. Then I kept going and going and going, and that's when I started as a reader. So I met Fanfic Obsession 2013, maybe, yeah. Then I didn't start writing. I was, at first I was just a reader, and I used to comment on stories, then I was just a reader. One day I decided that I needed to share whatever I had. I was writing out a long story on five seconds of summer, and I felt like I needed to share. And then I said, okay, I'm going to share, and I don't care if people are going to comment or not, if people are going to like or not, I'm going to just put it out there. And then I did, but it took a long time. Like, it was a process of acceptance. Like, am I really doing this? Am I really publishing? Am I really putting my work out there to be judged, to be liked or not? Am I just going to be lost in the middle of a lot of the sea of fanfictions? because there's a lot of people writing and this is a good thing, but I was afraid of being like lost in the middle of it. A little by little people started, oh, I like this, I love this couple and I was like, yeah, this is working, people are liking and... My, my writing is not as bad as I thought, and my characters, I, I do this as something that I noticed. There's not a lot of fiction with black girls, especially black, curvy girls, and that's myself, and whenever I was reading interactive stories, I didn't really, I didn't, could I couldn't picture myself completely, because mm-hmm. the characters, you were usually blonde, they were white, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I was looking over those, those qualities, their, their futures, because, futures, because I was like, okay, I just need to read the story, but then when I started writing, I started writing with black girls, and almost every character of mine at least has one black character, most of my main characters, the girl is black, and I do that because I feel like I need to represent myself, and I need to have a place where other girls like me could read and, and picture themselves as well completely. The, the eye color changes, but I, I try to portray black people in my stories because I feel like they are not really represented. So I also did other things for Fanfic Obsession. Along with writing and reading, um, I am now part of their Indication keep, so, their group. So, I read a lot of fanfictions just because I like it, but I like it so much that I read it even more. Each day of the week, there's a day where we indicate new fanfictions, where we say, oh, hey, here's a fanfiction that you might like, and I'm one of those girls who reads a lot of fictions, and I'm like, hey, this is a fanfiction I like, and we do, we're constantly reading fanfictions, not only because of that, but now I took advantage of what I do for fun (laughs) and use for the website, but there was a time when Fanfiction Obsession had, um, like, a video YouTube channel, and I used to do videos for them as well, so, yeah, 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 I got, the first time I I got in Fanfiction Obsession as a member of the of the team was February of 2018. So I've been using the website way longer <laughs> than I was yes. in this. So yeah, I can now probably say that I am part of this and that I love it because I was just a fan of the website of the stories admiring everything from afar but when i got the opportunity and i was in i was like oh my god i made it it was like i won the lottery i was running around my house telling mom did you know where i make it and she was like where and i told her everything she's like yeah good for you but she
0: didn't understand completely. Right. It was- parents don't get it they don't get it no, don't.
3: and i was very excited and i told my cousin she also read this but she's not that much of a fan as I am, so she was like, "Yeah, that's good for you," and I was like, "Yeah, it's good," and it was amazing. I was so happy, and I am <laughs> constantly happy in sharing some fictions on the website, of taking part and helping the team with whatever they need. And it's just an amazing opportunity, and it, I love Obsession so much. Like I don't picture myself reading any anywhere else. Because they don't know interactive stories like from Think Obsession, like they are truly interactive. You can put your hair color, you can put your eye color, you can put your name, you can put your last name. And not only yours, but your friends, because it's, it's a rare moment when you don't get a, a story where you can also put your friends. So you can truly immerse yourself in this story like no other place i think so yeah huge fanfic obsession nerd
1: here <laughs> we, we have not read fan fiction on any other website since we found fanfic obsession like yeah like it's the best
0: yeah the reason we found it is we because i'm like we remember like old interactive fan fictions from like way back in the day and we're like do these still exist and like we went to look for them and we found a couple but like most of them were broken and we were kind of like oh well this sucks and then um (laughs) Sam found fanfic obsession I'm not sure how she did it but she's like look at this website it's all kinds (laughs) of them (laughs) I was like okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) we just we're there all the time like we've never looked at any other website since we found this one it's it has everything, like you said, like with the, it's truly interactive, and like that's my favorite kind of fanfiction is the like kind that you can plug in your own names and stuff.
2: Well, for me, I have been reading in a bit obsession for, I believe, since something around 2010, because really in the beginning, I found out in the Google, I just Google it because I was stuck I was, how can I say? I was publishing on you know, another website, but I wasn't feeling comfortable with the stories. I, I wasn't finding something that I liked. Mm-hmm. And so I started to read it. obsession. But I only became part of the team in uh, March last year. And that's when I felt safe to publish my stories as well. So I started writing. And since the moment when I started, when I received the, the comments that it's the most important part for, for us. It's totally, if you don't get comments, you don't feel like you, you, you've you done your job. And so I started to receive not, not necessarily good comments. Sometimes it was, uh, I think you should get better this part because this point is not exactly good. You should you could mm-hmm. make it better. And I think this is highly important for us. This is the moment I started with four confictions. And right now I have 15. 15 that I'm writing right now. Long stories. And there's a short one. uh, Just one chapter. Then I already lost the count. I think it became a good distraction. uh, An amazing distraction. Sometimes it's... Not that amazing because we need to do other stuff, but we are <laughs> right. a website reading. Mm. I don't think I, I can picture myself out of this. Even if I be a pro, if I could be writing a novel, a movie, uh, I don't think I would leave this. It. Uh, it's highly important to have this contact with our readers, yeah. to be able to have the contact with the writers of the convictions we read. So I think that right now uh, it's a good place. For not only us, we are 24, there are people older than us, and mm-hmm. they are the youngest. I have a cousin that she's 11, and she discovered the website, I'm like, oh <laughs> man, what am I going to do? 11. There are my stories that I wouldn't allow her to.
0: And, <laughs> in the same I second,
2: I, I was just like, 11. And, and I, in, in the same second, I was like, I texted my aunt, and I was like, hey, you need to, you need to let her know that there are predictions that she shouldn't be allowed to read. And they mm. are, it, it's described in the, in the pages you will read, up oh, this is for 18 or above. And, and I go, like, explain that to her. I go, I said, there right. that <laughs> I should be read uh, by a kid. And then I even speak it. When I was her age, I was reading.
0: Things that I should say. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and I go like, how can I tell
0: her? Don't read it when I did. My mom used to say, uh, "Do as I say, not as I do." Right. Yeah. <laughs> basically,
2: basically, I, I totally told her that. Uh, I she's already have a cell phone, so I text her and said, "You want to read? You tell me. Oh, I want to read a story like this, and I'll find you a story, but don't search for yourself." <laughs>
1: be searching your stories immediately <laughs> <laughs> on this interview being over.
3: So I'm wondering if I've never heard anything from you. Like, I probably read something from you, Gabriel, and I just don't know. Do you publish under your own name or not? <laughs> I've
2: changed. I, uh, I was publishing by my name, my name and my last name. But I'm changing just to Gabby because, for, as well I said, uh, people are still a little bit
3: Judgmental about this.
2: Yeah, as well. They are blind. In my opinion, they are blind. They don't know what <laughs> they're talking about. And there was a problem involving my boyfriend. Someone oh. made up a huge story, telling him that I was writing about uh, one of our friends. And it, I'm, I'm like, what?
3: What? Uh, I'm sorry, Gabriel, but this is such a fun fiction
2: plot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I cannot not think about like this is something I would love to write about. <laughs>
2: Go ahead, so, but I don't know why people are so. Oh, I, I don't know how to describe. I mean, we already have so many problems. Stop creating more problems, right? Mm-hmm. And then texted my boyfriend and said that I was writing a prediction with this friend of ours. So this created a whole mess, and I'm like, I'm not gonna put my name anymore because you're gonna say this, if you ask me, I'll tell you probably, hey, I, this story, it's mine, and my boyfriend knows every single thing that I write, every single story, the first moment that I think about the story, I just go, hey, look, uh, I'm thinking about this, I like to talk about him, so he knows every little, single detail, and when this happened, it created a whole mess to me. And I'm like, I don't, I shouldn't have to explain that. Uh, luckily, we have uh, we trust <laughs> each other, so I stopped it real quick, quickly. But that was the point when I said, that's it, I don't want it anymore. I'm putting another name. I think you have read one of mine. I'm, I'm sure I have read one of yours. I don't remember the name. I believe it was a fixed name. Paramore. Oh, Misery Business. Yeah, yeah. I read that one. Yeah, and I loved that one. But I, I'm also making the correction uh, of a few fictions. They send that to me and I send it to the website because they don't feel
3: safe. You're one of the better, right? Yeah. Oh okay, gosh. so what oh, she does on okay. the website, it's kind of filter things. We have a, a few different ways of publishing. Like you could be an independent mm-hmm. author where you put a script and you make it interactive yourself if you know, and then you just send it to be published and there are scripters who are people who don't proofread what you write you ju- they just put the script on and-, and send it to be published and there are people like gabrielle she does an amazing work because it's a lot of things she read proofread- she proofreads the story and then she scripts it and then send to the website so they can publish that's what she does and that's amazing i used to need a beta which is what we call was like, a beta reader mm-hmm. we used to i used to need one of those and now i don't anymore because i i am like risking myself in my own language and thinking that i can proofread my own story so it, it's dangerous and cool at the same time because when you read too much mm-hmm. of work you tend to pick points where you didn't like it's weird because i finish a chapter and then i go okay let me proofread it then i start but then i said oh it doesn't sound too good. Let me change it. It doesn't. Right. Let me change it. And when I see it, it's almost an entire new chapter, just because I was reading and picking things that I could improve or that I could take down. So then I just use the scriptor right now. But what she does, it's amazing, and we have a lot of better mm-hmm. readers in the website. It's just incredible work. I love it.
1: So when you say that there are scriptors, does that mean that? you've got like some people will write a story but they won't like use the html and stuff to like make it interactive that's what the scriptures do
3: yeah i don't know how to do that well so mm-hmm. i kind of know but i don't want to risk myself and mess yeah, it up know, my yeah, own work so i sent to somebody who knows how to do and they of course they are doing that some of them read and even leave like a note. Because we, we are, we don't own, we don't get any money from it. Like we don't make profits with the website, but it's actual, a lot of work. Like we put our yeah, whole lives yeah. and hearts in it. We actually work for, for it. So we have a lot of things like to send a story. We go through a whole process to pick something. We go for a whole, through a whole different process to get into the team of the website team we go through for a whole process we get tested we get approved they pitch in ideas and they say do we like her or not and stuff like that so to be part of this it's actual kind of like a job interview like you go through a lot of things that you would do for a job and using a scripter it's funny because in the end of the stories and in chapter or not you can as an author you can leave a note saying something but (laughs) as a scripter or um or better reader, they also leave a note, like, if you find any mistakes or if something isn't working, please contact me, and they would go back to the story and see what went wrong or something. And some of those people, they actually read the story while doing their work and they like it. So it's common to also see a note from the better reader or the scriptor saying, oh my God, this chapter is amazing. I cannot wait for a new update. And it's very common. to also see that. So it, the whole website gets involved in a story. The whole website, they read, we read each other's stories. We comment and we pitch in ideas. Like, what do we? What should I name the character? Do you guys know a profession I could use for this story? I don't. I don't have any ideas. And
1: we.
2: And that's when I come because everybody asks for my ideas because I have to many. I love that. We work as a team on each other's.
3: With stories and lives in a such a great way. It's amazing. So, yeah.
2: And we became a team, a, a real team. And there are friendships that I have with members of the team that I don't have with people that I know. My, uh, yeah, I think it's better just by accident. Yeah. But I, I think that the work we do, it doesn't matter if it's the work I do or the work we we get a relationship with the writers. I think I, I friend one of mine because I want to get more chapters <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just like, wait, write more. You're not wrong. I've I, I just, uh, it was last week, I think, uh, I was talking to her and I said, hey, if you don't send any chapter to me until midnight, I'll probably get my car, go to your house, and I'll be the hell out of you until see you give me the chapter. Uh, I I think this is funny. You know, not only this part when I have to tell them, uh, an example. The girl in the story was drinking tequila, and she describes that she drinks a lot of other drinks, and she was dancing, spinning around, and I'm like, you don't drink. You never take <laughs> a shot. Because it's impossible. You, you can really always tell. Out. So, uh, <laughs> I kind of like this part when I can tell people, because they are young writers, that they don't know. Uh, this girl, I think she probably never drinks before. She doesn't have the idea of how we should be drunk. I, I said they are my writers, because I'm responsible for them. And it's funny to, to be able to talk to them, explain to them. And I think it's good from this part when you can tell people, and you can help people to grow up with, with this poem Because it's not necessarily on conviction but I talk to all of my writers. Every single chapter I get I'm giving them feedback about stories, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I tell them how I feel about it, what I like what I don't like. Because I think that we, if we're in this world, we are a different whole level of writing we want to get better. We want to be better. Right. So I think mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for when we post it. We want people to say, hey, this is good. Or no, this is not good. You should change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm totally fine with change. That's what we're looking for after all. We want to know if we are good or not. And yeah. something obsession gives you this opportunity. So I think that this is what what gets me the most. In the website uh, I think the, the relationship we can have not only being a part of the team but also being uh, as a writer and a reader you can talk to people that, and they accept your words it's not like they'll see oh you you don't want to say anything good to me no I'm really trying to say something nice you need to get better at, mm-hmm. in this part that we are we are getting better and Right now, we are in Spoken Spot in 20. We need to start getting better. We were living a life previously that wasn't good enough, that had a lot of points to change. And I believe that someone has to start this. And Why not us? Why can't we start to change? Putting the, the subject, the important one, in right. fictions, in, stories. Earth, in yeah. our universe. So I think that it has great power to to change lives, to change our way of thinking. One of my oldest ones, I tell everyone, hey, I wrote this in twenty thirteen. So it's a long while ago. I was a different kind of person. I'm writing it all over again. But there are some details that I go like, how could I write it? in, in that time in two thousand thirteen I thought, this is amazing. But right now, I look right. and I go, uh, this is oh, not yeah. good. I need to write it all <laughs> over again. And happiness is part of the process of growing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, up Obsession gives you this opportunity. And I think it's
3: totally amazing. Yeah, Complete Obsession is a very open and loving community. You have an outlet where you can meet people, and it's a very honest opportunity to grow up as well as a writer and a reader because you're constantly asking people, what should I read next? Oh, I like this kind of plot of story. Where can I get something similar? And we are constantly telling each other like, this is a good one, this is not a good one. Or in the comments, I the first fiction I ever published, I had like four couples and it was too much for me. I was just starting a big story and I <laughs> I loved one specific couple and I tended to focus too much on it. So one person had come and said, hey, I, I want to see more of this couple. And I was like, yeah, maybe I've been letting this couple and the shadow for a little bit. Let's let's bring some light on this side. And it was a positive criticism that criticism them helped me write better. So yeah, right now yeah. I know where are my limitations in writing and I try to make them better. So I do as Gabriele does, I try to not describe too much my characters, but when I do, I try to make it very inclusive to all the people. So as I said, um, Obsession is are very open and loving community. The whole team and as well as the community we are in tries to evolve and grow up yeah. together. So we are constantly addressing matters. For example, here in Brazil, November is our Black History Month. So Mm -hmm. the website is trying to reach reach out to every Black writer to get to know them and to do something special for it. And we, on October, is like Pink October, where we talk about women's cancers and to prevent. Mm -hmm. The website also Mm -hmm. shone a light on it. So we try to address matters that are really important in our society as well and we try to stay up to date with our current events in the country the the politics the society the pop culture we try to include this in our fiction website in the best way possible so I think that's also part of why the community is always open and loving and eager to evolve
0: together I love that I love that so much yeah because I think we Sam and I were part of a fanfiction site back way back in the day called like fanfiction And um, Sam was more active on it than I was. So but there's there was like a community there with like better writer like better readers and writers and auditors or whatever you wanna call them. Do you wanna talk more about that since I don't wanna speak for you? <laughs> I
1: mean, I, mean <laughs> or... I I learned a lot about writing from that website, like things that I still do like in my right like I don't write fanfiction Or haven't in years. Like I grew up on it, but like I'm a writer today. Um, like I studied creative writing in school, and like I now teach writing at college, because of fan fiction. Like it totally marked the course of my life. I got really into fan fiction, and like here I am. And I always, I am always on the theory that
0: everything else is just fan (laughs) fiction. Right. Like people who write like stories about. I don't know, ghosts, like, that's a fan fiction about ghosts. Or, like, you know, vampires, like, that's a fan fiction about, like, the lore of vampires. Like, everything in my, like, in my head, I'm like, everything's a fan fiction. So it's funny to me that people are like, fan fiction's not real. I'm like, okay, but your Twilight books are fan fiction, bro. <laughs> exactly. I did exactly the
2: same thing. And I do it with my boyfriend. Because he loves to talk about it. Every time someone telling us a story. He goes like, there was a time when my dad was telling us this story. He got his cell phone he texted me under the table, and I checked my cell phone, and he was like, "That's a great fiction. You should write it." Yes. <laughs> <And> I go, <laughs> but I think we, it's good for us to use it to laugh and see each other to laugh as well, because it, mm-hmm. you know, let's make fun of it as long as not hurting anyone. Let's let's be happy with. No matter what the subject uh, yeah. And I think it's incredible because I, I see it the exactly same way. Everybody, someone tells a story that's too much, how can I say, too much strange. I go like, that's a some fiction. Someone got <laughs> this from a website. I'm really sure. I think it changed because when you do, I have this theory that when you start from fiction, you don't stop anymore. Your whole life becomes a prediction in your head. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that writing is cool because you can control everything. So that's how it, it's kind of a state for us. I believe uh, I'm right. not talking only about myself or the writers as well, but it became a state. And it's funny because, as I was talking about, you, there comes a moment that everything is a prediction. Mm -hmm. everything Uh, and it's all changing the writer
3: yeah i mean sorry to interrupt you but i think one of the biggest moments to prove is that you started to tell us the story about your boyfriend a little bit earlier and i was like wait this is a fan
1: fiction right
3: Right.
2: everything can be a fiction
1: right you can write anything (laughs) as a fan fiction and it would be excellent (laughs) I think it's really special. I think fan fiction is really special. We're wrapping up soon, so my last question is: Do you all have any advice, like for anyone who's like new to fan fiction and like would like to get started? Like, what kind of advice would you give them?
2: Read the description and see if your range is allowed to be <laughs> <laughs> for God's sake, please, please, yes so, so many things that I go like, you don't do this. But I think <laughs> you wanna go for it. Go for it. You don't listen to the ones who are saying, oh, but for fiction, this type of thing still this. Yeah, it exists. And it's huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we said before, there are some for What well, The best story I ever read is a fiction. It's not a book. There are books that I love but it's a connection. Something that I go like, you want to write, okay, write. And I when I first started writing, I was in school. I had a teacher. He was teaching us how to write. Not because in Brazil we have a test that's for the whole universities. Or how can I say? In Brazil, the public colleges are the better. Mm-hmm. So we are in, in school we get people the, the teachers they tell us you need to be ready for this they to the to this exam because we have to write how can
3: I say a composition it's like we what we have here is the name which is kind of like PSAT for you guys so yeah. we yeah so we have to prep ourselves for those to get into college like she said
2: but it's yeah. only one type of writing they don't they don't score another five. Oh, yeah. When I was in high school, my teacher probably hated me because I was every week. I I used to I already have a computer, so I would write, and I would send an email to him, "Hey, could you correct this?" And we have three years of high school in here. And mm-hmm. the first one, I was ten, I was fourteen, and I. I sent <laughs> the email to him in the class, he delivered me the paper, he printed the, the text, and he say, oh, this is good, this is not, uh, you should change it, and it wasn't, I never paid him for doing this, it wasn't part of the high school, it was just for fun.
1: It's a great teacher. He wasn't.
2: And we have, it, the year here is divided in four and so uh, far we had a for our test to make and i was reading i started reading the the text he wanted to use for our exercises and i go like i wrote this one and I, oh. I i thought hey someone gave me the opportunity and if you can because there are many young girls starting right now if you do have this change, go after someone. Chase your teacher if you have to. I did. <laughs> but go after someone who, who can give you an opportunity. Learn to hear no. Because when a person said, said no to you, it's not usually a bad thing. Right. And we, we think that it's, it's a bad thing because it's a negative word. But it's not. Uh, there are some Notes that I've received in my life that made me who I am today, that made me proud of who I am today. The notes you're gonna receive are going to be most important than the yes. yes. Because you need to learn with your mistakes. And don't be ashamed. If you make a mistake, it's okay. You learn with it. You should be ashamed of repeating the same mistake after finding out that you wasn't safe. The mm-hmm. Then it's a lot of different world. And so, you are starting. don't be ashamed. Oh, people are saying that I should be ashamed, that I shouldn't be proud. Don't listen to people. It's not only for convictions, it's for everything in life, I believe. Mean, if you don't have someone that's supportive to you, get away. Run. <laughs> you should speak with people that are supportive, that if, with people that will hear you will hear your your sufferings will be your moments of happiness, because it's not only a sad moment. But no one's telling me good things. No one's telling me that this is going to work. So go yourself alone. But do, if that's what you want to do, do it. Oh, if, oh, what about if I don't get anyone mention on my stories? Go! You need to do it for yourself. Every yes. time someone asks me this type of question, I go, darling, you need to like it. You need to like what you do. Yes. I mean, once again, he said it, that if he doesn't enjoy the music he could do, the one else will. Right. I, I love my story. I love it. If I had a chance, I would make hundreds of movies because I'm totally crazy about it. But I like <laughs> it. I need to like what I do so people right. can like too.
0: I think that's really yeah. smart. Right. If you like what you do, the rest will follow. Yeah. Like, your people will find you. Your people who read your stories will find you. Like, if you like it, it doesn't matter about the rest. Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, yeah that's really
3: exactly. I got three things that I am taking seriously in my life when it comes to fiction. First thing is trust your gut. Like, trust what you're doing, your process. Don't doubt it. Like, just go for it. And trusting your gut is so important. I used to be so afraid and ashamed of being part of this community. But I used to doubt myself a lot. Not only when it comes to fiction, but in real life. So when I started to trust my gut, my writing got better. uh, My own life got better. And I think trusting your gut is, like, essential. And another thing that I think is very important is, is to have an open heart and an open mind. When you still have an open heart and an open mind, you can accept good criticism you can grow and evolve and you can create true connections not only with what you do as a reader if you only read or as a writer but you can also create better connections in real life you can you can also make and be a better person and one thing that i take very seriously because writing is my outlet in anything to get off my mind or to just be happy writing is my go-to I think the the, the the key sentence is write no matter what like just write you don't know what you're going through or you have a plot and you've started and I have started countless stories thinking that it would be in a way but it ended completely different because I was just writing and it took me to a place that I didn't know I could go and mm-hmm. it's amazing when it and when it happens. so I think you your gut, having an open heart and mind, and writing no matter what circumstances you're in, no matter what situation you're going through, just keep writing. I think that's the thing you also have to do. And I agree with Gabrielle. Mind your age, like breathing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely did not when I was younger. <laughs>
3: like, yeah, I also didn't, and I kind of don't recommend it. I mean, I, mean, I cannot. <laughs> i'm scarred yeah i mean mind what you're reading and trust you god and follow your heart i think you're gonna find people who are going to be bad to you but there's just life there's trolls everywhere but um, i think as Gabrielle said the right people will find you and it, when they do it's amazing
1: i love that this was so wonderful y'all like i couldn't ask for you guys to say anything like better, like just like the way that you talk about like how much it means to you and like how special it is, and like the community that you guys have built around um, fan fiction. I mean, I just like really feel this like deeply in my heart, and I'm really happy. <laughs> Thank you so much for for being on here and talking to us.
3: It was a pleasure to meet you all guys I mean Gabrielle and I we are from the same website team but this is like the first time I think I'm talking to her this is how big our community is right there's so many yeah yeah and I love that fanfiction can unite people I mean you guys are not even from the same country as us and we are uniting over fanfiction that's how magical writing and fanfiction are
0: Uh, Thanks so much for joining us, guys, today to talk about fanfiction, talk about McFly, and also to remind everyone in these trying times to also be yourself.
1: Be yourself, but married to your favorite pop star. The best version of yourself.
0: (laughs) The ultimate version of myself.
1: (laughs) Is married to a member of McFly. And thanks to our listeners for joining us throughout the year. We only have one episode left for the year. It's going to be next month, holiday-themed. Happy birthday, Harry. And we'll return in January with Motion in the Ocean.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to us this year. It means a lot to have your support, to have people always talking to us on Twitter, uh, sending us emails. It means a lot. And I love being in this community of people that like the same things I do, (laughs) that are open to hearing two American girls talk about their love of a British band. But don't forget... Also, to rate this podcast, to leave us a comment, to let other people know if we're doing a good job. I hope we're doing a good job. You've listened for so many episodes now, so I hope you keep coming back for more. If you want to follow us on Twitter so you can keep updated on the episodes we're releasing, what we're doing, follow us at MikuThePodcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, any other social media there is. And you can also follow my personal Twitter at Steph underscore to do t-o-d-o
1: or my twitter which is sam underscore Edmonds 122
0: and we will see you next month for a great episode
1: harry's birthday party thanks for listening bye